Welcome to episode eight of the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host, talking all things about the Man of Steel today. And I'm going to get into a couple little news items about Krypton, Superman Year One, before I get into a question about Superman on television. Really interesting about what my ideal Superman television show. So I'm going to be talking a lot about that Superman on TV, but I will jump right in with the news. A teaser trailer for season two of Krypton has been released by Sci-Fi. And it's just 30 seconds. We don't have a release date yet for the show, just that it's coming soon. Season two, season one was already out at, at about this time last year. So looks like it's coming later. I think this show would do well in the summer because there aren't many superhero comic book shows on at that time. They're all in the fall and the spring. But I mean, sci-fi probably has a better idea than me. When will the rest best ratings will be? That would mean a longer wait. But uh, I'm in favor of them doing whatever gets the best ratings. As for the actual teaser, just 30 seconds, really less when you cut out the text and all of that. Awesome. It looks awesome. I like what I see here. It looks more visually ambitious than last year. It looks like they're trying more things, doing more things. Again, a 25, 30 second teaser is going to show some visual highlights and that kind of thing. But we get right in just with an awesome shot of Zod being in control of Krypton now. And what that means, I really want to know. You know this is kind of a, a story about what happens if Zod wins. And I hope they fix that eventually, change that eventually, and, and fix the timeline and all of that. But it looks for at least part of this season we're going to see what Krypton would be like if Zod won. And he wants to expand and, and go out and take over more more of the the cosmos and Looks like we're going to be jumping to other planets. We just saw brief glimpses of that last year, but we're going to see a bit more this year. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, everything looks good. I mean, for for a sci-fi TV budget, I really don't have any complaints. Brainiac still looks great. Doomsday is going to be unleashed, and he looks fantastic. I don't know who is going to be taking him on, if Lobo is taking him on, if Zod has some plan, or Brainiac, or what. I don't know. And we also see Sag is in... The Phantom Zone with Brainiac. I wonder what the... It looks like a classic Phantom Zone where they can see all sorts of things. How are they going to react to that? Are they, Is Brainiac going to learn some information? Because that could be dangerous with someone like Brainiac learning more information about whatever. Uh, the universe at large, the timeline, anything that Brainiac learns can be very scary because... He's already pretty smart on his own, so having any extra knowledge or, or anything like that could be crazy. So I don't know where this show is going to go in the near term, and that's one thing a lot of people said about Krypton before it started. Well, we, we know how it all is going to end. I don't know how it's going to end. Um, we're still 200 years from the birth of Kal-El, so what's going to happen in between then? I have no idea, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, like I've said before, I'm a big fan of season one and very much looking forward to this. In comic book news, we finally have some details on Superman Year One, which is the Frank Miller project with art by John Romita Jr. It's announced long ago, but now we finally have some concrete details on it. It's going to be released by DC Black Label. It's just a, an imprint they have that I don't think it means anything other than it's not going to be in continuity. It will be three issues coming out in June, August, and October, and then the collected edition releases in November. So that's pretty soon after. So you, it might be hard for me to get the individual issues with those coming so soon. But here is the synopsis. Superman Year One is a coming-of-age story for the future Man of Steel, featuring a young alien boy just trying to find his place in a new world. Faced with the need to hide his heritage and powers in order to survive, 
Clark will find his humanity through the grounding of the Kent family and the relationships that will define the man he will become. Told by two of the most revered voices in comics, Superman Year One is more than a superhero story. It's about the choices made by Clark Kent on his path to becoming a legend. It's a testament to the importance of choosing to become a hero. That sounds pretty interesting to me. I mean, it is an origin. Uh, They're really focusing on choosing to become a hero. I'm glad that the Kents are involved. Uh, My expectations for this, I have no idea uh, what to expect. I haven't read anything. I don't think I've read a full Frank Miller comic. Boy, anything he's done in maybe 30 years. I've read The Dark Knight Returns and Batman Year One, and I don't think anything else. I think he did an Orion backup story that I read one time around 2000 that came out. So... I have no idea what to expect from him or, or, or anything like that. I know a lot of people aren't happy with his portrayal of Superman in The Dark Knight Returns. He has said something to the effect of that was a Batman story, and so he wrote Superman a little bit differently and would do different things if Superman was the main character. Um, that, that kind of brings up how I get upset when guest characters are handled like that, written like their guest character, not written like they're their own character. But uh, I, I don't know what to, what to expect here. I will certainly give it a shot and see how it is. I'm sure it'll get a lot of attention, a lot of big press and everything like that, because it is Frank Miller. The covers don't really, the covers are released. They don't really tell me much. I'm not really sure what I'm looking here. There's one where Superman is inside the mouth of a beast or something and using his heat vision. I'm, I don't know what's going on there. He's catching the Daily Planet. That's neat. So, yeah, I have no idea what to expect, but I will give it a shot. But this is just another in a long line of Superman origins, and I like all of them to some extent, or quite or a lot in most cases. I, I enjoy most of them, but I, I wonder if this kind of splits the fan base, where it's tough to recommend to someone if someone says, okay, where do I start on with Superman? I don't know what to tell them. Uh, I guess Secret Origin is currently the one in continuity, so if they want that, but then Everybody has their own preference, and it's kind of Superman's can't, Superman fans can't even agree on where to start with this character. And I love the Superman origin story. It's great. I think it's obviously probably the most well-known in pop culture and everything. But do we need another one? Probably not. Uh, I think we need more prime Superman stories, but that doesn't mean this won't be good. Uh, I was just thinking of how Superman origins was since the crisis. We've had Man of Steel, and then there was nothing really for a while, then Birthright. Secret Origin, and then the New 52 came along. There was Grant Morrison, Superman, and the Men of Steel. It's not to mention out of continuity, there was Earth One. Plus, if you want to count things like Superman for All Seasons and American Alien, which aren't really traditional origin stories, but those have all came since Crisis on Infinite Earths. And it's tough to say where to jump on with Superman. So I think we need more prime Superman stories, but that doesn't mean his origin story can't be good and can't be worth reading. Speaking of Superman origin stories, there is a new one that I wanted to recommend, of course, for, for a recommendation this week. Superman Dawnbreaker came out a while back. It's a young adult novel. It came out a few weeks ago by Matt De La Pena. It's the new DC Icons line. They've had ones for Batman, Superman, or Batman, Wonder Woman, and Catwoman so far, and now Superman joins. It is, like I said, another origin. If you have read lots of origins and don't need another one, then this is not for you. I don't think this really does anything that you haven't seen, haven't heard before, haven't read before, I should say. It doesn't necessarily add anything new to the Superman mythology, but it is enjoyable. I think it's pretty good reading and probably good for young adult crowd that it is aimed for. So there is some teenage romance and some teenage angst and 
some modern political stuff that it gets into. Uh, none of that really detracts from the story De La Pena is telling, and I enjoyed it. If if you are a fan of the early seasons of Smallville, the Clark and High School Smallville, I think there's a good chance you will like this. It focuses on a lot of those characters, a lot of those situations, a lot of those things, and kind of lays the groundwork for the guy who can become Superman. It's all it's all in there. In fact, if it wouldn't surprise me if someone, whoever was in charge of this project, told Matt De La Pena to write a novel of a Smallville reboot. Not that I'm pushing for a reboot, but if if Smallville had a reboot, which again I'm not recommending, this could be the groundwork for the first season or the first arc of the series, or at least the pilot or something like that. There's a lot of those similar characteristics in there. So Clark, Lana is a big character, and the Kents are pretty big being involved there. And there's some nice little moments that are added to the, you know, something you wouldn't expect in something like this, a little bit subtle things that maybe if you're just a general fan of Superman, you don't care as much. But if you like the little details and things like that, they're pretty cool. I listened to the audiobook, and I will say something that is, I think it was 6% of the way into the book. So it's not really a spoiler that has anything to do with the story, but I thought it was a cool note to what I liked about this. And there is an accident. I won't get into it, but Clark's there. Uh, and the people involved in the accident are kind of yelling at each other. Things are escalating and things like that. And Jonathan Kent comes in and just has this calming, reassuring voice and calms them down pretty instantly just by being a relaxing. It's just a small thing. It's not even as nothing to do with the plot. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, dwell on it. It doesn't bring it back later. It's just a small moment that I kind of took from that. That is Clark seeing a little bit how to become Superman. So not just rushing in and saving the day, but when he gets there, he's presenting an image. You know, it's kind of like a first responder. He's presenting an image. He needs to not only save the people, he needs to calm them down, reassure them. And how he presents himself matters. And that's long before he is, is the man of steel or anything like that. It's, it's early in his high school career, uh, it does pick up with him as a high school junior. And so it, it, it's just a lot of little moments like that, nothing groundbreaking or anything like that, but it's a good Superman read onto a Twitter question from at behind the capes on Twitter. This is a really good Twitter question that everyone's wanting to read a question that really sparks your imagination. And this really does it here for me. And it goes as such. Since it unfortunately seems like we are taking a break from Soups on the big screen, it'd be awesome if we got if he got a whole show to himself. He's always seemed to thrive on the small screen. What would an ideal Superman show look like to you? So a loaded question there, and it really got my creative juices flowing, I guess. Uh, and made me think about what I would like to see on a Superman TV show. Uh, and for starters, I think I'm in the minority here, but I would not like to see a Superman show uh would i love a superman show and enjoy watching it if it it was well done certainly i you know i'm a huge fan of smallville but i'm of the opinion that the big characters the supermans batmans wonder woman james bond those kind of things those big characters the harry potters those big characters shouldn't be on tv and i know you know the lines are blurring between tv and movies but i think there's still a difference and i think the biggest characters should be saved for the biggest stage. And selfishly, I want Superman to have the biggest possible spotlight. And that is still movies. And so 
I think he should be safe for that. Um, being on TV kind of, kind of dilutes that a little bit. Uh, it can be good. I think some different types of TV shows can be good for the character in the long run, but in the short term, if there's a successful TV show going on, it's tough to have a successful film franchise, mainly because that hasn't been done before based on the same characters. There's been some continuations that have done well. You know, when Star Trek went to having movies, they were able to have some successful films, but it's still a little bit, uh, it's it's tough to have that same thing uh i think superman should be in the biggest films because i think he's one of the biggest and best characters of all times and so to put it this way i think there's i don't know about any i'm not a huge star wars star trek expert but to me they always kind of seemed like they were similar in popularity or at least awareness among the general public i don't know if that's accurate if anybody has any other information uh you can share with me but i always kind of seemed like they were similar popularity and there's other factors aside, but I think there's a reason Star Wars can do over $2 billion. And the best Star Trek film struggles to make $400, even $400 million, even though there is a same director in some cases, similar concept, I guess, to the general public. There's space action and space travel and that kind of thing. And similar general public awareness. I think Star Trek is viewed mostly as a TV property. And Star Wars is known for epic films, big time films. And so that's why I think Superman should be on there. And some people say, you know, you can have both. There's no reason he can't be on both. I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any proof that you can have a successful film franchise and a se- successful television franchise at the same time based on the same character. I just haven't seen it. Uh, I think sh- the closest was a Sherlock Holmes BBC show that came on after the Robert Downey Jr. films. So that's the closest, but there's not really anything where the success, there's successful versions, two versions going on at the same time. So until that happens, I don't, I don't really think that can happen. I think it it just dilutes it. You know, it's not the adaptation of the character. It's just whatever you put out there is just the latest adaptation of the character. And I think that's a big difference. You do, you do bring up a good point about Superman thriving on the small screen. That's interesting. He's always had good, when he puts out a TV show, it's good. They or they last a while anyway. They're successful with the audience. Does that mean he thrives more on this on the small screen? You know, it, to compare to Batman, just to use an easy comparison here, you would think Batman would be a better fit for TV than Superman because Superman has all these special effects, all these different locations. Batman's really confined to Gotham for the most part. Superman can be on different planets. He can be all across the world. Uh, there's more to it with a Superman adaptation. So you'd think that would be natural for film. And I think it's just that Superman has been successful on TV because he's been successful on TV. That doesn't mean he's he can't thrive on the big screen. He just really hasn't in a while, in a, in a long-form way. I think if after Batman and Robin, Warner Brothers had decided to do a Batman TV show that was really successful and the Dark Knight trilogy never came about, people would say Batman is better on TV. You know, Adam West was successful. This modern TV show is successful. But I think Superman just needs to be given the chance or more chances to be successful on film. That's kind of my opinion. Again, I think I would love, uh, you know, I, you don't, I would love to turn into a, a Superman show on a weekly basis. That would be great. But I also kind of want what's best for the character. And I think a character deserves a big epic 
live action film to see on the big screen is what the character deserves. But since you asked the question, what would an ideal Superman show look like to me? I will get to that and what my what I want would want to see if there was a live action TV show. But first, I will just talk around that a bit <laughs> and kind of cheat on the question. So to skip around your question a little bit, if I had to pick a Superman Clark Kent led TV series, it would be an animation would be my first choice. Superman the animated series was very good for its time, but it has been nearly, you know, by the time a, a TV show came out, it, it would have been about 25 years since that show started. There's been several Batman shows since Batman the Animated Series, so I think we're due for a new Superman show, animation, uh, an animated Superman-led show. So something similar to Superman the Animated Series, maybe with more modern storytelling techniques, similar to the techniques used in Young Justice or something like that, long-form storytelling while adapting Superman's great world. That would be really cool. Uh, I think another fun option, DC Universe should consider something like doing the old DC Comics Presents series where it was a Superman team up with a new character. I think that would just be really great. It would be like Batman the Brave and Bold, similar structure to that, where you've got where there was Batman and then a guest character. I think that would be cool to see Superman with a guest character. Superman would be the entry point, and then you could meet this the vast DC Universe. I think something like DC Universe should consider that as a way to introduce all of those characters to a wider audience. Another fun animation idea would maybe be a continuation of a live action series. Uh, you know, Superboy or Lois and Clark would be great. George Reeves isn't around, so continuation of the adventures of Superman wouldn't be possible or recommended or my first choice. But, you know, Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum have mentioned they'd be up for a Smallville continuation, seeing something like Smallville season 11 whether it takes from the comics or does something original would be fantastic. A continuation of that Smallville storyline, seeing what that world would look like once Superman presented himself in animation, hearing the voices of Tom Welling, Erica Durant, Michael Rosenbaum, and everyone would be fantastic seeing that whole world. And we could finally see what Tom Welling's Clark Kent would be like full time, what his Superman would be like and taking on some, some new characters and some old ones, you know, seeing maybe a Brainiac where take a take a play out of the Jeff Johns playbook and the James Marsters Brainiac was a century or whatever for the real Brainiac and the real Brainiac comes on and James Marsters can voice Brainiac and all his green glory coming in and we could see that Superman off world a little bit, see him face, facing, facing threats like Mongol and, and all of those and also the continuation of... Lex Luthor's journey and maybe seeing that President Lex storyline, which if I'm correct, he was elected in 2018 for the president in the Smallville universe. So whether you start the show in present day or right after the TV show ended, I don't know. But if you bring in some of the the writer, writers and producers of Smallville, along with maybe some fresh blood to bring back characters and see you know, what happens when Doomsday crawls out of that pit he was thrown into at the end of the season eight finale would we could see a real superman versus doomsday fight with with tom Welling superman i think that would probably be my first choice just because i'm a huge fan of smallville but that would you know seeing something superman back in animation and leading a series uh, i know he's had some co-led several series in in recent years but seeing him just leading one would be pretty cool so i'm getting to what a live action superman led series would would look like but like I said, since this is my ideal scenario, what I would really like, I would like a successful movie series where we're getting 
Superman every two, three years, at least with solo films and Justice League stories and, and all kinds of things like that. And meantime, there is a live action TV show that kind of ties in, maybe focusing on the smaller day-to-day things in Metropolis. Uh, that might sound boring to some, but Superman has this great supporting cast that sometimes don't get the time to shine and they wouldn't necessarily in a film series. So you could have some of those characters that maybe just have a line or two or just cameo in films. They would be leading a story. So I don't know what that would be like, but in addition to shows like Krypton where you have prequels and and things like that, maybe Metropolis, if that ever gets off the ground, this tie-in would be something like a Metropolis SCU focusing on the special crimes unit, maybe with Maggie Sawyer, Dan Turpin, Sergeant Casey, that's a golden age throwback. All this other stuff, you know, you could have Project Cadmus, Star Labs, Professor Hamilton, Bibbo, Gangbuster, Guardian, if you wanted to do other heroes. Maybe you could have Jimmy Olsen and some Daily Planet supporting staff, but I don't think you could do too much with the Daily Planet because, I mean, Lois Lane and Clark Kent can't be out on assignment all the time, and I wouldn't want them to appear in this show. And there's a lot you can do with that. Like, imagine if either Superman takes on Inner Gang or if Clark Kent writes a story about Inner Gang where he breaks it up breaks up this gang in the movie you would have them the metropolis scu maggie sawyer and them maybe finishing everything doing the jobs that are important and can't be handled by the regular police but aren't big enough where you need to call superman in so finishing up taking down the rest of inner gang and all of that so it would be a more science fiction based police procedural type show while while tying into some of that greater mythology of superman that would be a really cool way to see those supporting characters that you wouldn't get to see in a film. So that would be my ideal. Now, having said all that, if you come in with a situation where I have to create a Superman TV show and whatever whatever reason you tell me, say a Superman movie is not allowed for whatever reason for 20 years, 25 years, whatever, I have to make a Superman TV show. What would I want that to look like? First off, would I do a continuation or a revival of a previous series. I think, you know, I'm always into that. I I don't like rebooting unless you have to, unless you have a really good reason. So I wouldn't mind a continuation of Superboy where we see him as a man or a continuation of Lois and Clark. I don't think those are really likely uh, to happen or or realistic options. Is Smallville, uh, seeing a modern day Smallville? Well, if Tom Welling didn't want to get into Superman tights 10 years ago, I'm guessing he's not going to want to now that he's in his early 40s. I don't think Michael Rosenbaum is going to want to shave his head every day again, go back to doing that. So that's why the animated option sounds good to me. So I don't think that's going to happen, but I would love to see that, see see his see his Clark Kent in live action again, see what he is like, see what Lois is up to, and all of that, see that brought back. I would love to see that. I, I don't think that's very realistic. But if I if I could pick, that, that would probably be my choice. Otherwise, could it be a spinoff of existing shows? If I had to pick between the Superman mythology and Supergirl or the Superman mythology and Krypton, I would go with what's been introduced in Krypton so far. I like that Brainiac, that Doomsday, even that Zod. If, you know, if, if I had to pick one, I would like what they've done with the Superman mythology there more. So those are the villains I would want to see. Now, I wouldn't necessarily want to see Superman on sci-fi. I don't know if they could handle a budget like that. So, again, probably not realistic, but that would be my first choice, or at least having some of those creatives involved with Krypton being on the show. As a spinoff of Tyler Hecklin's portrayal on 
Supergirl. Again, that wouldn't be my first choice. I think he would be written a little bit differently if he was the star of the show as opposed to being a supporting character. Again, like what I talked about with with Frank Miller's Superman earlier. And I, it could probably be done. And I think I would enjoy it as it went along. I don't think the CW is quite to where it can do a Superman series the way I would want to in terms of Superman is in Metropolis fighting crime, then he bounces to War World or wherever out in space and, and is going all around the world and all of those things. I don't think the CW can do that yet. I know Supergirl does some of those things, but I don't think it can quite do it to the extent that you would want a Superman show to do. But I think it could work and might be very good if, you know, if the right creatives are, you know, with the right writing, it can work. So that's the most important thing. But let's say it is a reboot. They start from scratch. Uh, can't exist or tie into any other iterations, what would I do? I think that's the question you wanted to know, and I am finally getting to it now after talking about all those other options. To start with, what network would I want it on? Since I'm thinking more higher-end special effects and wanting it to look nice, I know HBO is known for that. I know they skew more towards adult content, so I'm not sure Superman, a a relatively family-friendly show, would fit well on there. So that's probably not in. I'm not. I'm curious what Amazon is going to do with their Lord of the Rings series, where they invested half a billion dollars in five seasons of the show and and all of that. A commitment like that would be interesting. I don't know. I haven't seen any science fiction type shows on Amazon, so I don't know if, what that would look like. But I think that's a tempting option. I wouldn't have said DC Universe after Titans, but maybe after seeing Doom Patrol, it might have changed my mind. You also have some comfort there that DC isn't likely to cancel a Superman show too soon, or they might they'll at least give you a chance to finish it out, finish out the storyline. So I think that's tempting there. And, you know, the CW is also an option. It probably wouldn't be my first choice. Again, I think if you're doing 22 episodes a season, if it's the right 22 stories you try to tell, that can be great because I mean, there's probably hundreds of Superman stories I'd like to see in live action, but, um, Again, with what's best for the character, I think a a shorter season on a more premium network would be better for Superman than for than doing it on a, a lower budget thing. The thing about the CW is security, though, because if you get decent ratings, you're probably going to come back and get to stay a while. So whatever network we decided to go with, I would think something in the 10 to 13 episode count per season. And the structure would be different from most superhero shows where there's one big bad for the season long. I would do maybe three or four episode arcs with occasional one-offs. I mean, you could do stories from one to story arcs from one to five episodes, but I think if you have a 10 to thir- if you have a 13 episode season, for example, you could tell four, three episode arcs with different villains or, and they could all, all be related and be in an ongoing story, but more distinct arcs where villains are the villains for those three episodes. And then you could have a one-off where I like Mixie and I like Bizarro but I think I, those work best in moderation. So maybe you have a one-off once a season, a more lighthearted episode focusing on those characters, one of those characters, or you adapt a specific issue of a comic that you want to tell. I think those are all good options for for setting up the structure. That way you're getting through multiple storylines per season. But the structure would be very similar to the early post-crisis era of the Superman comics. So what does... I mean, that era is written kind of like a tv show where you have ongoing storylines you have ongoing character development lots of supporting characters i mean i think it fits very well with the tv show structure of today where something that happens 
in one episode is going to have a payoff later. And that's the way the long form storytelling is what I prefer. And you would be able to tell stories from that era as well. Obviously you could pick from all of Superman's history, but you could build the bigger stories like exile panic in the sky, those kind of things to where you have lots of, lots of Superman stories to, to choose from, but you can also build as you build a supporting cast to bigger stories. But obviously you'd want to keep the focus on Clark Kent, Lois Lane and Superman as a, in the early days, especially in, in throughout the series. A big question is, do you go with an origin story? Uh, like I was talking about earlier with the comics, I think we need more prime Superman stories. But if this is a successful show, which you hope to be, that goes five plus years or so, I'd kind of want to know what the origin of that Superman would look like. So you could probably do it. Just start prime, prime Superman. He's one year, three or five years into the job. And then maybe do some origin flashbacks or to his early days or his pre-Superman days. You could do something like that. I think you could probably start with, ideally, the pilot would be two or three parts and maybe get to have at least a two-part first episode. And so taking from those comic book origins earlier, take if you look from the structure of those, I think maybe Birthright would be where you'd go structurally, where maybe it's it's his early days, maybe it's his first day in Metropolis, you start there. And by the end of the first episode, he is in a Superman costume. But we still see the early days of him as Superman in the first season and can go from there and see it more. I do want to get to a more experienced Superman relatively quickly so we can see him taking on lots of threats and have a lived-in Metropolis. So maybe do that and then jump forward or do that and have time pass quicker or have jumps in between seasons. I don't know. I think there's a lot you can play with there. But I would want to see some semblance of his origin if we're going to see several years. In the storylines, like I said, there's lots you can take from lots over the years. I mean, are you going to do Death of Superman eventually? Maybe. Uh, probably. But I want to see Superman in space. I want to see him taking on gangs. I want to see all of this different stuff that is part of Superman's history. You know, see him in exile. See him going to take on Brainiac's skull ship. You know, see well, also see him dealing with inner gangs. So... Clark Kent would be dealing, or Superman would be dealing with the big, the big stuff, the major supervillains, while Lois and Clark could deal with the smaller, smaller threats. So they'd get some stories from Barry about human interest pieces or smaller gangs that they could break down and do from the reporting side. So you have an important part there. And I'd want a good balance between Clark Kent's personal life and Superman in action. Obviously, the main characters, Clark and Clark slash Superman, Lois Lane, you gotta have Perry White, Jimmy, and the rest of the Daily Planet staff, so the Cat Grant, Steve Lombard, Ron Troops of those. I would like the Kents to be alive, and he could occasionally visit them on Smallville, or they could visit similar to how Lois and Clark, the TV show, handles it. Probably got to have Lex there, but I wouldn't have him be the big bad right away. Maybe have a recurring role in the first season and build his threat down the line. Other characters like Emile Hamilton and, and Maggie Sawyer, Bibbo, obviously. And you could have locations, Project Cadmus, the Daily Planet, obviously. Star Labs, Fortress of Solitude, Ace of Clubs, all of those things. Would there be other supporting heroes? I think I would want to establish Superman, especially the first couple seasons, maybe. And maybe season two or season three, you can start to introduce that Superman has inspired other characters to be heroes in Metropolis. So I'd mostly stick to the Superman mythology and not get too much into the greater DC stuff, other DC characters, because there's a lot of Superman characters you could have. Maxima, Gangbuster, Draga, 
maybe Wave Rider and you could do some cool time travel stuff with that. Along those lines, you could have the Legion of Superheroes maybe fit them in somehow down the line. Uh, John Henry Irons and Natasha Irons, I'd like to see them both start out with John Henry as Steel and and you could see those down the line again if you have the Death of Superman story. There's an obvious fit there. And with those three or four episode arcs, there's tons of villains to choose from. Lex, Brainiac, Mongol, Metallo, Inner Gang, Mixie, Parasite, Toy Man, Prankster, Puzzler, Ultraman, Bizarro, Doomsday. There's a, a ton of different options there and plenty more there. And you can have them come back, recur. You could have them team up. There's lots of different options there. Yeah, that is kind of my ideal structure for a Superman TV show if I had to have one. Obviously, it would be fun. There would be serious stakes. There would be drama. Uh, and, and, you know, the characterization of Superman is very important to me and Lois Lane. I think the, the way they are characterized is the most important thing there, but there's a lot of fun, fun stories you could have. And it's fun to think about what a Superman TV show could be like, you know, in an ideal world. But that is, that is what I have. I'm curious what everybody else has. If, if you think I'm crazy here, or if you think, uh, I have some good ideas, let me know. I am at Krypton Tom on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at Superman Pod. If you've got any questions or or feedback, you can definitely leave it there. That's it for today. I will be back. Plan is, I think I've got a new structure here where I'll have an episode every two weeks where I will talk on the news and then get into a special topic. So next time, it's right before Shazam comes out. So maybe I'll have something there about Superman, Shazam, and their history, and maybe get into a comic arc of theirs in the past or something like that. I will talk to you then.